0: Heyo! It is that time. My name is Brady Pointer, host of The Point. We already know what this show is going to be about. It's about Dak Prescott. Only about Dak Prescott. Got paid yesterday. Long time coming. It's about time. Don't give a shit what you haters say. Four years. $160 million, $126 million guaranteed. $66 million signing bonus. He's set to make $75 million in just this year alone. The deal averages about to about $42 million for the first three years. Deal comes with a no-trade clause, no franchise tag clause as well. And one of the best things about this is his that his cap hit for the season is only 22 million. If the Cowboys would have tagged him, which if you do see the Cowboys tagging him, don't freak out. They have to do that for procedural reasons because the deal will not technically be signed by today, so he he needs to be tagged, or else he will hit he will technically op, hit the open market. So he, the Cowboys will have to place the tag on him just for procedural reasons. He still will sign the four-year $160 million deal. But if the Cowboys would have outright tagged franchise tagged him, then his cap hit would have been $38 million. So Dallas is saving $15-16 you know, million um, by getting this deal done. So it was in the best interest of more than just Dak to get this, team, to get this deal done. It was in the best interest of the entire team. Funny thing about this, Is uh, the cap hit of 22 million is 11 million less than what Carson Wentz's dead money cap hit for the Eagles is? So the Eagles are paying $33 million dead money to Carson Wentz, and he's not even playing on the team. So that's funny to laugh at. Um, The Eagles are a dumpster fire, and I enjoy their misery. As of right now, with them signing Dak, Dallas is about a million dollars over the cap. Um, that can be rearranged. Quickly cut your punter that's making $2 million a year. Chris Jones is trash anyway. Um, he needs to go restructure some contracts. Amari Cooper, Zach Martin, Demarcus Lawrence can get their contracts restructured. Dallas can open up 36 more million in cap space. Now that's, that's, that's more than what they have originally. They only had about in the team, $18, 19000000 in cap space, um, before they signed Dak. So now Dallas has really opened things up for them to do something in free agency this year, which they have never done. Now the argument goes out the window of saying you can't pay Dak and then build around him. That's exactly what Dallas has set themselves up to do. And you don't have to worry about the future either because, one, there's going to be other quarterbacks that are going to get paid. Kyler Murray, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson still waiting on a contract. You know, Even when Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are up for their contracts, if they end up being able to get paid, they, you know, these are their contracts. Their average per year value is going to be higher than what Dak is getting paid. And also, got, got to think about that TV deal that's coming up. Once that TV deal hits, it's, the cap's going to skyrocket. And then, you know, Dak's forty million a year is not going to look that much on look like that much on paper, or it's not going to It's not going to be taking up that much of the cap because it's going to skyrocket once these new TV deals come through. So, yeah, so it's, it does not hinder Dallas in the future. It is the going rate for quarterbacks, and you have to pay your quarterback the going market rate if you want to be successful in the league. You just have to. okay. Quarterbacks aren't a position you can take a discount on and play with a lesser player and make up for it. No, you Dallas, you have to have the best quarterback. on Your best player needs to be your quarterback the majority of the time if you want to be successful in the league. And if you have that quarterback, you have to pay him, or somebody else will, because other teams no understand what good what good QB play can do for your team and it seemed like the Cowboys didn't quite understand that until yesterday and I'm glad they finally figured it figured it out because getting this done in a timely manner was crucial for them because now they can focus on the draft they can focus on free agency using that money they they can they can open up they haven't opened it up yet you know they still need to get the restructuring deals done hopefully they take advantage of that and address these issues on the defense because the draft they're not going to be able to solely do it in the draft Just because if the draft is too volatile, you never know who's going to hit, who's going to miss. It's better to go after players in free agency You know, like Patrick Peterson, Keanu Neal from Atlanta, safety from Atlanta. He just found out today he will not be getting franchise tagged. And he will hit the open market. Dan Quinn, Cowboys defensive coordinator, was Neal's head coach in Atlanta. Connection there. Uh, you know, maybe take a chance on Jason Verrett from San Francisco. He's off injured, but when he's healthy, he can play well. Uh, Shaq Griffin from Seattle, he's a free agent. Uh, the corner, you know, maybe look at a little bit of linebacker death. Levante David, Matt Milano are two linebackers on the market that Dallas can look at. And then, of course, the draft. You know, this just, just be able to get this deal done, not having it loom over the Cowboys' head like it has been for the past two years now. And the fact that they can focus on building this team up and getting this team to a Super Bowl caliber team, which they have the offense. The offense is there. You know, you've got Dak, you've got Zeke, you've got Tony Pollard in the backfield, you know, Cooper, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb out wide. You know, if your offensive line returns completely healthy, Tyron Smith over in left tackle, Connor Williams, uh Tyler Biotish, he looked really good under uh at center when he was playing before he got hurt. And then Zach Martin, Lel Collins, if he can uh Get get that hip healthy, get in shape. And then of course your tight ends, Blake Jarwin, Dalton, Schultz, and they had fantastic seasons. Schultz. Schultz had a great season when Jarwin went down. And it looked like Jarwin was gonna have a good one too before he went down. So that tied in room for Dallas is pretty solid as well. So Dallas has a great offense. And if they of course if they can stay healthy, if the line can stay on the field, that obviously matters. You can't do anything offensively without a good offensive line. All of those things matter. But Dallas needs to do something in free agency. They need to go out and they need to sign players that actually can come in and make a difference. Not Dontari Poe's, not Daryl Worley's. They need to go out and sign players that can. They need to go out and sign a Patrick Pearson. They need to go and get a you know maybe hell maybe splash and go get you know go get a Shaq Barrett. You know who knows. Dallas needs to make a play for a good free agency, good free agency market this year, or this team will continue to be bad on defense. And obviously they need to draft well too. You know, it's a very big question mark about what Dallas is going to do um, at the tenth pick. You know, a lot of people have them looking at Patrick Sertan, maybe Caleb Farley. Both of those pieces are good. You know, and I've seen some offensive projections you know, like a Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle, or maybe I've seen Kyle Pitts. His name thrown out there a couple times. And I think if Kyle Pitts went to Dallas, oh man, that will be fun to watch. Not necessarily a need. But you know you put an offensive weapon like that. You know a lot like last season when da- when Dallas drafted CD Lamb. You no, know, Lamb wasn't a need. But by God, when you got a talent like that dropping to you at 14, you you pull the trigger, and it was a successful pick. I don't think anyone is going to sit there and argue that taking CD Lamb was a bad pick. And if you if the Cowboys take Kyle Pitts at 10 then I don't think that's a bad pick. It's not a need, but it will just create even more firepower for this offense. Just give more options for Dak and just create mismatch problems across the entire board for defenses because Kyle Pitts is a mismatch problem for any defense. So I just wanted to talk about how happy I am that this uh, this finally got done. I was tired of it looming over uh, every fan's head, the organization's head. You know, this... This, this got dragged out for so long for an extra $2 million. Four, up to, potentially up to $4 million extra. Because the tag would have been $38 million dollars. And Dak was asking for forty to forty-two, and you couldn't give him two to four million dollars. See, this this that's why it doesn't make any sense. Why this got dragged out for so long? Why this was such a pain in the ass to get done? It was just a few million dollars extra Dak was going to get if you'd have just given him the long term long term deal outside of the franchise tag. I mean, it it's not a win. Like I don't I don't know why the Joneses probably sitting there thinking they won something here. They didn't. I mean, they they dragged this out drug this out for no reason. You know, potentially burnt a potentially could have burned bridges with their franchise quarterback and other players on the team because Dak was so well liked throughout the league, no not to mention throughout his own team. There is not a player on that team that doesn't love Dak Prescott. And to see him to see the to have them see the front office bungle the negotiations and to see him potentially walk would have created a rift with the front office and the locker room. Because of just how well-liked he was and what he means to that locker room. And those and his teammates, even Randall Cobb, played with, Dallas, played with Dak for a year, said Dak was one of the best teammates he'd ever had. So that just goes to show you the impact this man has on the locker room, on the field. It was imperative that the deal get done, and it got done. Seeing him walk was almost a, not an option. It wouldn't, have been, it wouldn't have been an option because it's just not smart football. It would have been a serious call for the Joes' to sell the team if Dak would have walked. I would have been calling for them to sell the team. They cannot. They they letting Dak walk would have shown that they cannot run this team effectively by letting a franchise quarterback. Because letting a franchise quarterback walk, because you can't just draft them, can't just pluck them off the QB tree, all ripe and ready to go, doesn't work like that. People think it does, and it doesn't. Well, that's about it for the point. And just a quick show. Just wanted to go over the Dak Prescott signing. I um, was looking forward to doing a doing a podcast over this, and it finally happened. So we'll get back to you next week. Please like, please listen, and share.